Welcome to Cyberbytes, the podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Cooper, co-founder of Aspron Search. Today's guest, we have Carlson Choi, CEO at Cork, a company built to create the first and only risk monitoring and warranty product for the MSP community. Recently emerging out of stealth with a 6 million seed funding intent to disrupt the existing cyber insurance players. I hope you enjoy. How are you, mate? Good. It's been great. It's been uh, exciting, what, almost two months now since we unveiled ourselves to the world. So it's been uh, exciting to be able to join your podcast and tell the world about what we're doing. Absolutely. So uh, come out of stealth, six million funding. I know you're uh, looking to disrupt the the cyber insurance players out there and going for a different coverage for for small businesses using sort of an MSP partner. But before uh, before we talk about that, man, what I like to do is just take it all to where it all began and how you got into the industry, I guess, because you've got a, a mad story. Yeah, no, it's, it's interesting, right? And I think, you know, for, for those people that who have heard about my story is, I always put it this way, I have the most nonlinear career path that anybody can think of. Uh, if you ask my wife, she said, I can't hold down a job more than three to four years. For what reason? Because I, I spend my life in enterprise software to video game, which is one of my favorite career path. And this might be an entire separate podcast for that. <laughs> uh, into toys business, restaurant, and most recently in you know cybersecurity space. Uh, in all that, right, the reason three to five years really about my role has always been going in to take a look at the industry, like what is not working, what is legacy, right? What got us here today will get us here tomorrow. So you might hear things digital transformation, business transformation. That's that's kind of my group, right? So that's kind of how my career go. And then that path converged with a, I would say, uh, with a dinner conversation with uh, John McNeil and Austin McCor. Uh, Austin, I worked with my prior life at Datto. John is one of the main elite investor in the concept that we are talking about at Quark. Uh, over dinner, one of the conversation was really about what is missing in this world for the managed service provider, but more importantly, their client, right? Their client today, what you're seeing is rising rate of cyber insurance and less coverage. So it's like, wait a minute. So it's cost more and less coverage. Second is, you know, once you buy a any type of insurance warranty coverage, the relationship ends until renewal comes up, right? Cyber world continue to run 24-7. But then most importantly, this entire ecosystem of managed service provider, and for those listeners who's not familiar, think of those being the outsourced IT organization for small medium business. They always refer as MSP. There's an ecosystem of 150,000 MSP out there grinding away supporting small medium business. In that space, you know, cyber insurance are not accessible for them to resell to the client because insurance products are typically regulated and you have to be a broker or an agent, you know, certified to, to sell. So that kind of how the conversation ends, like we're going to go solve the problem. We're going to go create a cyber protection product, right? That's included from monitoring to financial protection specifically for the msp space i mean that was the end of dinner and i said yes let's do it now that's kind of how we started a year of that so how um what why is it that there's always an increase in premiums but then coverage is decreasing why why is that so so when i after i said yes i went home and go what i guess myself into i i I think insurance is probably not an industry i thought myself i would end up being a technologist you know innovator but then i go 
It is. The reason why, and we double-clicked down on it, one of the first reasons that we realized the insurance premiums going up, there's probably one fundamental issue, or, or for that matter, it's probably one fundamental area that needs to be changed. The underwriting process in any cyber insurance today is purely based on, uh, they call it uh, actuary science, purely based on historical data. data. And this historical data is incident that happened, occurred in the past, if it occurred in this frequency, it drives the costs up, premiums up, right? That's how they determine the premium, say, for you, for me, for my company. Well, but the reality is, here's what's different, right? Unlike traditional insurance, let's say home insurance, car insurance, the incident rate are consistent, right? I live by a hill, I'm going to have higher chances of fire. That hill ain't going to move away. <laughs> well, what happened in the cyber world? The moment an attack happened, a breach happened for a specific type of attack, let's say at the pick a port number, your favorite port number on the on the on the firewall. Guess what happened? A patch comes up and close a hole. It's no longer a relevant data point to underwrite the actual risk and environment. But the unfortunately, the insurance industry, all they have is historical data and they use that to underwrite the risk. So that's one piece that's inflating the cost because every time they underwrite, a prior incident, when a patch closes it, it becomes irrelevant. So the rate is high, yeah. but rally, that incident doesn't matter. Now, it became higher because new way of attack occur through the cycle. And when the insurance have to pay out, and you're going to hear the term loss ratio quite a bit, right? As a loss ratio goes up, they have to increase the premium in order, right, to uh, cover for those losses. So that's why you keep seeing higher premium and lower coverages, meaning that they take out items that they don't need there. Because fundamentally, the underwriting is not based on a real time and a real assessment of the security parameter and the security safety of the client that they are underwriting. It's in fact, it's one of the same for everybody, right? Is every single carrier will have a 20 or 25 pages long form that you have to fill out or your MSP have to fill out. But that is no reflection of the actual environment. So I think that's what the first problem that we found and we solved on the core platform. Yeah, nice. Thinking, I was doing a lot of research into the whole cyber insurance world, and I noticed that there was cyber warranty and also then cyber insurance. Like, what? How would you define that difference yeah. in terminology? Yeah, the terminology to think about is insurance is typically you can buy it over you know, without buying another product or buying another solution or software with it. You can just go pick up insurance for anything. And then they also have within that, they have these long-term uh, uh, long term coverages, including, uh, you know, let's say, liability issue, right? Let's say if you got breached, that breach then could end up creating damages for their clients or for, you know, credit card information and so on. Insurance typically covers all our card. Think about a lot of area to cover in those areas. Warranty are typically a laser focus on specific incident topic. I'll, I'll take in a couple of examples. Right? Probably the easiest one for people to relate to is uh, think of Apple Care for Apple device. You go buy Apple device, let it be a iPhone, MacBook, even a display. You can buy Apple Care. Apple Care is a warranty that's attached to sales of that particular product that warns it for specific incident. You break the glass on the phone, you get the glass replaced, right? So we've taken that approach and say, how do you create something that is a cyber warranty 
that is attached to a monitoring platform. So Quark has created a cyber monitoring platform that gets attached to any security stack. It doesn't mean you have to pick one brand because the world is about best of breed. We call it BYO, BYOSS. I tried to get the team to come with acronym as BYOB, but then I'm like, uh, we got to be looking. So it's BYOSS, bring your own security stack because the world of MSP is about mixed stack or the best of breed for their client or for themselves. Our Quark warranty platform, a monitoring platform attached to that platform and use those data to start underwriting the client. Yeah. And along with that, has a warranty attached to it that the MSP can decide to say, oh, for my client, I'm going to have good, better, best, three simple approach that they can sell to their particular client. And that's kind of how we made a warranty product versus insurance. And the warranty product, like I said, just like the Apple Care, it covers a very specific incident. It covers for uh, ransomware and it covers for BEC spear phishing. Then, Got it. Those two contribute about 80% of the attack in a small, medium business space that MSP handles on a regular basis. So as I said earlier, as we've done it, the, even the product from the monitoring platform to the warranty product is specifically designed for the MSP space and for their client. So they're very uniquely built for that same point. Well, why was it specifically for, for the MSP and then the end client? What what drove you to, to that as your target yeah. market? Yeah, I would say, you know, it's something that's probably left my last role and also same with one of our uh, investor, right, uh, Austin McCor. Uh, for those who doesn't know who Austin is, Austin is actually, you know, an entrepreneur who uh, founded and built Datto, uh, one of the top uh, you know, cloud backup solution for the MSP space. Mm-hmm. Uh, working there with uh, Austin, I love the MSP space. The MSP are, they are, you know, not only they are all partner. But they also embedded res- IT resource for the small medium business that really ultimately the end will benefit from the the warranty product, uh, and, and because they know it so well that for us we kind of felt you know I can sell direct I can sell to many people but the reality is the MSP ecosystem is so massive right I said mm-hmm. there's fifty thousand MSP around the world there's no two alike and I, I love the community so much and that's why when we kind of scope the solution we choose that look. The MSP ecosystem needs a product like this. They have not been, have the opportunity to benefit of it, right? And I said it before, all insurance products require you to have a brokerage license to sell. And MSP have a lot of small, medium business they serve. And doing our research, we found close to 70% of these MSP clients do not carry any form of cyber protection. And you kind of scratch your head going, oh my God, we're in the digital world, man. Like, this is like, the world, the reason is because premiums up, low coverage, and, and most of them, most of the small and medium business, they don't carry enough cash flow to even sustain a claim process. That takes six to eight, nine months, right? So when we look at that, we say there is a great opportunity to create a product that not only help the MSP to continue to monitor and fortify their security perimeter for their client, but also a financial protection product within that that the MSP can actually sell to the client without having a brokerage license. So in that case, the MSP themselves can also benefit from that sales for you know making additional money, but also financially protect the client from that standpoint. So that's kind of how we can. Yeah, yeah. It's plenty to do in MSP space. Why go outside of it? Yeah, nice. So, uh, MSP, so yeah, yeah. Well, an additional revenue stream for for any MSP sounds good, right? Um, yep. I want to get this bit right. So. Cork Warranty is backed by an inside-out approach to active risk monitoring, detection, and remediation. But what, what exactly do you mean by that? 
Okay, so so we talked about it earlier, right? So so uh, all, all underwriting process purely by our modern platform. We attach your existing tech stack, right? Bring your own security stack, first mm -hmm. step. The moment that attachment happened, guess what happened? We immediately underwrite all the clients that are eligible based on the configuration, the tech stack availability. Most of the, the MSP have been onboarded, have seen about 80% of the clients are immediately eligible to sell warranty. A lot of MSP will go, can I fill out, where do you, what form do you need to fill out? And I told the team, I go, the way that the underwriting process is, design it so that you can do it without a keyboard. You can do a mouse and wow. every time, that's a magic moment. If I can record the, what, this is it? I don't need to fill any form. Nope, that's it. The underwriting starts right there. Now, and here's where the magic happened. The second step is what you kind of mentioned, the ongoing inside our monitoring. Why does it matter? Mm -hmm. Well, because the moment is underwritten, I'm not walking away from the relationship. I'm there to partner with them. Our monitoring platform continuously monitoring, actively monitoring their security, their environment, looking at the tech stack from their RMM, the EDR, the backup device of BCDR, the MFA, are those environment working the way as you configure them? Mm. In addition, we're continually looking at the different new attack vector that comes in to say, oh, wait a minute, there's a new attack vector that look up, look at certain environment for this particular configuration switches at this time, which was not relevant before. Mm. When that happened, our monitoring platform, because it's always on, it will notify the MSP, by the way, Joe just turned off MFA, you got about three days to remediate and a cure period so that you can go correct course correct this. If it doesn't get corrected now, there's a possibility, I would use the word possibility very strong, that when a claim does happen, right, uh, it could get denied if the source meant to be that way. So what that does there is we're now actively preventing things from happening. I always mm -hmm. talk about most insurance or warranty product are built, you only use the product when things hit the fan. Right, you break the glass when you, you you activate the warranty product. When I drop my phone, break the glass. In our case, we're going the opposite way. We're going to prevent it from breaking the glass. Right. Mm -hmm. So when you buy the product, in this case, the end client now has remediation ahead of them. So these notification continue updating. MSP get notified. Clients can get notified if they want, but help them to fortify the environment better and better over time. And then if in the case that it does have a failure, you know, if it does have a breach of some sort along the ransomware, BEC spear phishing, guess what? The monitoring platform did not catch it. Yeah. The warranty process, we're paying out all SOA is paying out in days, not months, because we know the client at the end, they typically don't have months of cash flow to run. We want to make sure they get back up in the running business. And that's the same exact model there is no form to fill, click to play, right? And it's a really interesting way of thinking about it, but the goal is we can reduce, we have control over reducing the loss ratio because we have connection on the inside environment, continuous monitoring, prevention versus, you know, yeah. uh, activation of a warranty when is, you know, passively. Yeah. So. How, how do you guys keep up with the, the, the ongoing emerging threats that are, how are you guys keeping up with all of that? Yeah, there's probably two layer, right? One layer is, you know, one of the things that we're already learning is, you know, unlike my Daddle days before, right? Daddle day was, if you use all Daddle product, life is good. The reality is 
the MSP space is 98% of MSP out there. They do have a standardized stack, but there's no two standard, standardized stack that looks the same. In fact, MSP want typically we have best of breed from different manufacturer based on their skill of their resources and also their uh, client pool, right? So one layer for us is we're continuously working with all the MSP that are part of our core partner network to get feedback. Should we add this new integration? Which integration should prioritize? So there's a one dimension to continue to expand to support the security stack that MSP like the most. The second is probably the, the part that you're kind of getting into. How do we know if this is the most frequent attack? How do we know if this is the one that matter the most? Uh, this is why you take a look at our team. We have team that are security expert. Uh, one of the gentlemen most of MSP knows really well is Ryan Weeks. Uh, he is well-known in the cybersecurity space, especially for the MSP small, medium business target. Mm -hmm. uh, why does it matter? Um, I've learned this from, you know, uh, from um, Brian a lot is the the parameter that matter for enterprise organization for attack is completely different from small and medium business, right? So if we were to take in any type of framework from what enterprise will look at, it will be a complete miss. Yeah. So what we do, we just surgically focus at the attack that matters the most and continue staying on top of it with now network with an expert like Ryan, and those are. Part of secret sauce. I won't go too deep into it. Uh -huh, yeah, yeah. Edit right into our core platform engine, so the engine actually gets smarter over time. Uh, I, you know, there are this, you know, there are there AI portion that runs piece, but at the end, AI is a component that helps us run faster. But the reality is, we have expertise to say where do we look, where do we monitor. Nice. Like I said earlier, right? One of the configuration, this configuration has worked up to this day. We've been monitoring it. Thing is good, thing is good. Oh, there's a new attack. This configuration is no longer good enough. So you actually get flagged for information that's not the same. And this is why we're so proud we look back to the traditional cyber insurance underwriting is you get a form to fill out to say, did you configure this this way? That configuration is only as good as that day you underwrite the policy. Anytime in between there until the re, you know, the reapplication and the renewal window, the world changes. So what we do, our platform is a continuously monitoring and continuous helping the MSP to keep the environment safer. Like for us, our win is, I, I tell the team is, our goal is never have to pay out because our monitoring platform is doing such a great job at it. But if and when we need to, and, and I know what the what is not if, it's when. When we need to pay out, we're not going to sit here and say, here's a 10 thing that you didn't do, so we're going to deny your claim. No, it's because we've been working with you to make sure these remediation handle. So that the MSP doesn't look back in front of the client, the client can get the financial protection to continue the business operation. That to us is our laser-focused audience and doing our job. Love that, mate. You're obviously look, a couple of months out of uh, stealth, but where are we taking this? Like, what's the future for for this play, and what's what's the future for Court Man? Well, it's. It's exciting. I mean, this last two months has probably felt like two years, to be honest. Because <laughs> uh, I don't yeah. regret that. Right? We had, we had, I mean, our demand was off the chart. And I think when we came, we have 300 plus what we call early access partner yeah. that came in working with us of our GA release that we're working with and getting a lot of feedback, getting them on board. At, you know, we're still a startup. We're, just, we're still learning. In fact, even though I have a lot of folks in my team that understand MSP, 
and also understand the insurance space, guess what? It's still new for everyone. It's a green field. It's a brand mm. new category to your point, right? In that business. So that demand alone is keeping us up at night 24 seven. Uh, as to where we're taking it, I think there's a lot of direction that we can take it. Uh, I confidently believe that we are starting to turn head in the overall you know, financial protection industry, right? Uh, and one of our investors is actually from the fintech space. And he's like, you guys are turning head because nobody is thinking of doing what you guys are doing. And you guys have done it. And I said, I go, how silly is it? We underwriting a technology environment, all right, with a 25 page survey of checkboxes that only update once a year. I mean, that that's a simple problem why nobody have figured it out. So we took their approach like, well, the underwriting and protection should be continuous, right? If it's continuous, it's great. That's kind of how we look at it. So, so I can imagine if I fast forward years from now, we could potentially become that partner, really making environments safer. Because I, I, if you ask me, I keep telling the team is we need to continue to invest every dollar that we earn mm. to make the platform better and better better and more protective and more real-time. And any profit that we give it back to the MSP, like we're saying, the more integration they make to the environment instead of a testing that they have backup, if they do a native integration on platform, we actually give them a discount on the product. Mm. So what that does, now the MSP is now being rewarded, right? For good behavior. I, I hate to use that word, good behavior. Right? For the safer the client, they make that client environment, the more they get awarded for it. That's an important message to make. So it's, it's unlike traditional insurance product, right? You, you make a claim, right? Your premium goes up. So, so you get, you're almost terrified to activate it, right? Versus in our case, it's like, no, the more you do in the environment, guess what? The more you get benefit from it as an MSP. And why is that important? Because it lowers our risk because we're now monitoring more, monitoring more integrated environment. And what's the benefit to the client? By doing that, they are in less, you know, the risk of being attacked, the risk of being out of business, the risk of having business interruption gets lower. So it becomes a win-win situation to me. I do believe that we're starting something new. Uh, I, I hope in one day, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of conversation uh, that the entire insurance industry thinking about how do we do the same thing? Because in the goal, we, we're just there to move us forward. Uh, and, and the great part for our product is we, we also complement well for those who have cyber insurance because we're now, because our product actually don't carry any type of deductible. So what that does, it really helps to cover the deductible limits that typically cyber insurance have. By having Cork warranty, they can actually effectively have a lower annual premium for the cyber insurance program. So it works well for both who doesn't have it yeah. and for those who have Brother, that's why exactly why I wanted you on the show. Thanks for coming on, Carlson. That was uh, really insightful, and I wish you all the best with uh, with your journey at Cork. And we'll look back at this in five years, and hopefully, you're a millionaire. <laughs> well, well, I, I would just tell the people like at the end of the day, you know, we we want Cork to become the household name for everybody, right? You know, why don't you put a Cork in there when you think about it? Cork <laughs> as a base pair. We we want to become the Tivo of the world. People always think about that as a term, and I believe that Cork is on the path of that name. Love that. Carlson, thanks for coming on, man. And I'll uh, see you soon. All right, see you soon. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the show, please like and subscribe and share with your friends. 
or if you'd like to be a guest or hear more about Aspron Search staffing services, please visit www.aspronsearch.com.